Hello and welcome to Listen to These Nerds. Tonight we're going to be playing Brian the Beyonder in the Pacific City Zeros. Ooh, a Brian Sutton episode! Excellent! He's finally gotten that Wolverine publicity. <laughs> but for real, we're playing uh, Pacific City Zeros. Uh, and yeah, Brian is the only person that so far has shown up in every episode so far. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, so uh, as you can hear... Uh, Chris is over here on my left playing uh, Brian again, and on my right I've got... I'm Harry, and I'll be playing uh, Vincent Avery, otherwise known as Vindictive. Alright, so it's been uh, about two, three weeks, because we're off the uh, main series time scale. Yeah, we were watching the news, a bunch of lizard people crawled out of a sewer. It was really weird, and then everything's gotten, you know, fairly chill since then. So, which Brian is so happy about. <laughs> <laughs> it was a busy week for Brian. Oh yeah, no time for the fam. Wait, why did you? Uh, why did you have to help with the lizard people? Uh, basically, um, it happened last game. Essentially, while the Pacific City heroes were infiltrating the lair of Gilgamesh, uh, Brian had to help out uh, Quintess with some problems with her home uh, on the abandoned subway tunnel because it was being uh, dismantled by the Enki. Ah, I see. <laughs> so yeah, that's the plot of last game, and uh, that was a cluster in it of yeah. itself. I mean, this whole time, Vincent's just been doing what he does best. Selling his blood to vampires. Excellent. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, so Vincent, you, you figured out that instead of just, you know, letting the vamp vampires feed off you, you could just drain your own blood and store it. Yeah. He, he's finally learning about economies of scale. And he's like, wait a minute, I can serve way more customers if I have a set inventory. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the last couple of weeks, he's just been sitting in a chair watching uh, TV shows while slowly draining blood into medical bags and hanging up in a closet somewhere. Uh-huh. Well, a actually, his freezer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was going to think about the closet, and he's like, wait a minute. Ah. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh -huh. So, other than making blood slushies. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, uh, so, it's been relatively quiet in comparison to the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the two, the two weeks of extremely uh, busy. Yeah. Occasionally I've looked out my window to make sure there's not like a Marino hit squad that's figured out where I live. Yeah. Yeah. So, speaking of, you've uh, been keeping your ear to the ground just generally. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's always more ways to make money. Of course. Gotta have more than one hospital. Yeah. Um, and you've heard that there is currently... Um, not like the underground fighting rings, but there's currently some sort of competition going on hmm. for uh, villains. But you're, yeah, I mean, you're not a villain, but they're saying that it's like going to be a big job, a huge score, money is going to be involved in any way, shape, or form. Hmm. I do have plenty of blood stockpiled. Mm, Think yeah. I could afford to do this. Yeah, and um, I'll, I'll say you also figure that. If you if it's if you go in and it's hinky and you don't want to be part of it, you can just call in your new friend. Oh yeah, you know a very powerful wizard now. Hell yeah! If I needed, that's my escape route. <laughs> it's just call the wizard. Uh, everybody's plan whenever anything goes wrong, just call <laughs> the wizard. So what exactly? So I, I start asking around about this competition. So what's the deal with it? Um. People are very pretty cagey, so why don't you give me a roll? Alright. See how much you can find out. So I'll do my criminal underworld info, d6 and d4. Uh, that is a four altogether, 
which I think is a success at a minor twist? Yeah. Okay, so yes. Uh, so, what do I learn, and what's the problem I'm going to run into? Um, so, the problem you're going to run into... Um, so, you learn about, like, that basically this is being offered through several, like, information programs. Right. Like, the problem is you actually don't know who's, like, calling the shots. Mm. So whoever's doing this knows what, like, knows the system and knows what they're doing. Yeah, this isn't some, this isn't amateur hour, and this isn't, like, Marino, because Marino would... Marino would flex, basically. Yeah, like, Marino would let you know who you're working for, because he wants to, you know, make it known who's in control of the city. Right. So whoever this is, is not, hmm, a new player in town. Big risk, big award. (laughs) Well, not a new player. Oh. Because they know how to work. Oh, they know the they know the thing. So somebody who's been in the city for a while. Maybe someone coming back to the game? Or someone who's just been, you know, observing and seeing how everything works before making their move. Mm-hmm. But again, big risk, bigger reward. Right. So yeah, I'll I'll throw my hat into this ring. I'll I'll contact one of these information brokers, exchange information, exchange like, you know, things to figure out where exactly I need to go, when to be there, etc. Alright. Yeah. So um so instead of giving, being given a location, you're given a job. Mm. Um, you're actually given five jobs. So the five jobs you have on offer. All right, so task one, uh, capture a dangerous animal and bring it to a specific location. How, like, define dangerous? Like, undefined. Okay. Ah. Uh, uh, two, uh, you are given the, a website address Retrieve the information from this website. Okay. So, possibly and absolutely not. Um, three. Go to a location specified in the thing. Destroy the target unspecified. Okay. Four. Retrieve an item of a, of a value exceeding $200,000. Okay. And finally, take something from the Marino family. Hmm. Interesting. So whoever's doing this really has potentially got Max to kind of get Marino, or just wants to see if you've got the chutzpah to uh, take him on. Interesting. Um, The location for... So I obviously... I could possibly do the animal. I can't really hack anything, so that one's out. Depending on the target, maybe that's a possibility. And then two things of stealing something. So question about the target. That gives me a location. Do I know that area? As sort of like an idea of like what possibly the target could be. Um, so the area given is a um, like if you look it up, it's actually a construction site. Hmm. Interesting. Um, the construction site, like you, it's not like the company and the site and the like the plan. None of that rings any bells for you. Like it doesn't. Like none of it sounds familiar to any of the criminal enterprises you're familiar with. Okay, so... For like, it's not a Marino, like... Yeah, it's, it's not a Marino joint. It's just a building under construction. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you don't know what's going to be. And that's true. And I also, like, the thing is, if the target was living, then that's a lot easier. But if it's something, like, inanimate, then that's a problem. Marino have anything of value that I know that I could start stealing? You're going to need another roll for that. All right. What's your dice pool for this? Uh, I'm using Criminal uh, Underworld, a D4 since I have no powers, and my situation dice. 
And those are all ones, but I have the ability to re-roll ones because I have Born Lucky. Which, uh, whenever I roll a one on one or more dice, you may re-roll those dice, but the results are final. Well, I mean, it can't get worse. <laughs> That's a one. <laughs> Alright, so, you either fail or succeed with a major twist. <sighs> Let's say... I'm going to succeed with a major twist. Let's see where this goes. What's your major twist? Uh, for, and this would probably be ambition, right? Yeah. What did you just pass up or miss that could have helped you achieve your biggest goal at last? Okay. Um, hmm. I don't feel like that really applies here. The only other one I have is the uh, principle of the undead, which is, how are you risking your connection to the living world with what happened? No. No. No, I think I will I will pull a twist on this. Okay. So, um, here's the twist. You think about, like, you know, Mariano has money, he has, like, like, you know, he, he controls a lot of the drug trade, there's that, probably some weapons trade, but, um, you realize you have a brilliant idea. <laughs> Don't I always? Yeah. Marino's, like, one of Marino's big, like, weapons is his main men, and that nobody's really sure how many of them he has and what they're, like, you know. What their strength is. What, what their, their abilities are. And you bet he has that written down somewhere. Ah, yes. He's got a black book somewhere with all that juicy information. Clearly. Yes. That's, that's the most valuable thing you can steal. And not only is that worth a lot of money, but it's also uh, manages to undo something from Marino's two birth one stone. <laughs> okay, so if I was Marino's little black book, I'd probably be somewhere close by, somewhere in his person, which either means it's at his house or it's at his main office, wherever that may be. Uh, would it be reasonable to know where either of these locations would be? Absolutely not. No, like, to the point where... Oh, not even this would do it. Yeah, your... The thing is, his last major known location was eaten by a right. boy person. Right! And he hasn't resurfaced since. Since, yeah. But the... But the Moreno crime family has not fallen apart. Right. So it, that it wasn't that he was gotten, it's that he used the opportunity to leave with no evidence left behind of where he went. Yes. Hmm. Well, I do have an idea of where I can find him. I call up Brian the Beyonder. <laughs> okay. So, um, what would you say is... What everyday banal sort of family event is going on as Brian gets this phone call? Okay, well, um, what time of day does uh, Vince call in? Uh, good question. He'd probably start doing this around the daytime, because okay. obviously he doesn't want to start slinking it around. So, I don't know, mid-afternoon-ish? Okay, um, so can we say that the kids, or my son, Sam, has a bunch of friends over, and as a result, I'm preparing snacks for everybody? <laughs> sure. While trying to supervise. Yeah. That's the big thing. My wife is out, so I'm keeping an eye on these little shits. <laughs> uh-huh. So, um, yeah, I guess I am in the kitchen wearing an apron, and, uh, yeah, I'm taking a whole bunch of, uh, pizza pockets and curly fries out of the oven. So... Is he, like, telekinetically <laughs> lifting it out of the oven? Sure, yeah. And with a spell, uh, the pizza pockets are no longer molten in the center, but just the right temperature. That's the most powerful spell, actually. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it took years of work. Mm-hmm. Yes! But, yeah, then uh, the phone starts ringing. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> what do you have as, like, the contact for Vince? Like, what does it say? Uh, does it I'm... just say Vindicator, or does he have it as something specific? Um, I'm gonna say, uh, yeah, no, I have no idea who it is. <laughs> I'm not, I haven't saved your number. Oh, yeah, no, I'm just <laughs> calling through a series of burner phones. <laughs> yeah, exactly, so. No, the, the contact comes up as Vince Vates? Okay. Beep. You have reached Brian the Beyonder. What's up, wizard? Oh, this is you. Yeah, uh, listen. Hey, I got a lead on possibly where the Marino crime family might be hanging out, but no. I might need your help. No, no, Come on. Don't you want to fight crime and make I a favor? for two weeks with no shenanigans, no superheroics, nothing out of the ordinary. It's just been me and the family, and today I am watching Samuel and the rest of his friends at the moment. They are on their bicycles going around in front, but they'll be inside any moment now for Mario Kart! Okay, well then fine. What if I could tell you you could help me without having to leave your home? Continue? That's what I like to hear. Okay, listen. The thing I'm figuring is that Marino's probably got most, like, you can do that, uh, you know, like, view shit at a distance while not leaving the place, right? Hmm. Marino has a thing. I'm gonna assume it's a book, might be something a little different, but it's probably got a lot of important information to do with it. Very important item, figure it's probably got some sort of powerful emotional connection to him. Look, I don't know magic, I just figured that might help, but I figure if we find where that book is, we probably can figure out where the Marino crime family is. So you want me to get involved with the Marino crime family? I mean, you are pretty much already. Or did you not remember Hazmat eating one of his offices? That is true. The more we learn about him, the more we can ensure that we shall not face retribution. Yeah, exactly. So are you going to help me with this? <sighs> Very well. I shall assist you, but only for the purposes of keeping my family safe. Ah, oh, you're the best, Pony Hat. Uh, I wear no hats! And I hang up the phone and I begin, uh, yeah, <laughs> So, uh, remote viewing. So that's gonna be, uh, status, da da da, yeah. Oh, John, um, one of the things, since I wasn't here for the last game, do the hero points I have from the last game I was playing carry over? Or sure. Do... Okay. Maybe. So then, I have a five, what was it, six? That session? Five. Five, it maxes out at five. Alright, so then I will take a, uh, Plus three and two plus ones. I'm gonna take a plus three and a plus two. <sighs> so, uh, I rolled a six for my mid die. Okay. Um, I believe that is success with a minor twist. Mm -hmm. Yes. Of course it is. So, uh, if you haven't noticed, you can't get a uh, more than a success with a minor twist uh, unless you roll over eight. Yeah, that sucks. Okay. It keeps things interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, I. So you scry the ether, looking yep. for a. Powerful psychic connection on an item of uh, Marino's. And what do I see? So you see, you do in fact see a book, a black book. Ooh. Um, the black book is on a bookshelf. Ooh. You, you zoom out. Yep. The bookshelf is in an office. I zoom out further. The, the, the office is in a house. <gasps> and where is the house? The house is three doors down the street. <laughs> I, I really love this idea of him like, where is it? Oh no! Wait a moment, that looks like... Wait, scroll in. Scroll in. Enhance! My god! That's Brian the Beyonder! <laughs> um, okay. 
So, uh, yeah, my eyes just snap open, and, uh, yeah, um, how close are the kids to finishing up their, uh, you know, bicycle races, and how ready are they to come inside? Uh, they'll probably be out for a little while longer. Mm. Uh, okay, so... Children! I have created Pizza Buckets, Curly Fries, and Kool-Aid! Okay, well, that brings them in. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! Love pizza buckets! Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I get the place ready, and while those little piranhas are gorging themselves in the kitchen, uh, I guess I'm gonna uh, tell uh, Vin that, yeah, I just call him up again. Mm-hmm. Beep. You've reached Vin's veins, A, B, and O, directly to you. Greetings, Vin! It is I, Brian the Miondo! Oh, hey, what's up? I have determined the location that you are seeking. Ah, God, you're the best. Where is it? I give him the address. All right, perfect. Uh, all right, um, listen. Um, but before you go there, stop by three doors down at... I give him the address of my house. Okay. Okay? It will make sense when you arrive. I guess. All right, then. I will be there in a few minutes, I guess. Okay. So yeah, um, so for this one, uh, since he's going to case the place, Vincent is not going to go to superhero getup, he is going to go in his actual getup, which is actually a very fine-fitted suit, as if this is the thing he's wearing when he's expecting not to get shot. Yeah. Then, of course, no domino mask. Yeah. Alright, you arrive in a suburban neighborhood, you look around and realize you might have been here one time before. This all seems vaguely familiar. You see the house that was described to you. Okay. Yes, I go out there, I, I knock on the door. You... Uh, it opens, and Brian the Beyonder is standing on the other side. Oh! He's wearing a floral print apron over top his wizard robes. I see you've been cooking. Indeed. But now you understand that this is a very strange coincidence. Yeah, you're telling me. I never figured he'd be in a place like this. Neither did I. Which is why we must ensure that this is done subtly. Oh, Brian, Brian. Subtlety's my middle name. <laughs> He says this with the straightest face possible, by the way. You have a feeling he believes this. Huh. Well, regardless, I must ask you to keep things on the down low, as the children say. Hmm. Yes, yes. Uh, very, very subtle. Hmm. By the way, you wouldn't happen to have, like, noticed any patterns that that person has down there? Like, I don't know, when they're home, when people are around, that sort of thing? One moment! I'm gonna scry again. Uh, same as before? Um, I don't think this is remote viewing. Do you have anything like post cop? Uh, sorry. Post perception? Not really. Uh, I got telekinesis, telepathy, teleportation, transmutation, remote viewing. Those are my spells. Nah. At the very least, if you can tell me if someone's inside the house right now, that'd be a great help. Remote viewing would, would do that. Uh, my mid die is a three. You could boost it if you wanted to. Uh, I have to do that before my roll, though, right? Oh, is it? I thought it was yeah, afterwards. It's before because there's a red ability that lets you do it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Ah, I see. So, uh, three is fails or succeeds with a major twist. I'm gonna fail. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna say that noises are coming from the other room, and I really. One moment! And I. Listen, um, given my uh, preoccupation, I'm just a little distracted at the moment. Right, right, right. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. I'll uh, I'll catch you later. Oh, uh-huh. thank you. You happen to have a dog, right? 
Pop Tart shall not be involved in these shenanigans. I just want to take him for a walk. You shall not take Pop Tart for a walk. I just want to take him for a walk. He's already had walkies for today. Okay then, fine. Jeez. He shall be walked in the evening for midnight poops and no earlier. Alright, alright, alright. God, stop shouting. You're getting cow's attention. Mm. You know nobody... <laughs> <laughs> I look around and everyone's just still going about their business. Yeah. It's almost like they've been used to this for several years. <laughs> yes. Now, if you'll excuse me, and... Uh-huh. Now, what seems to be the problem, children? You have not set up the Nintendo Switch yet! Very well! And so, yeah. And the door closes, I'm assuming. Uh-huh. I, I, I really like to imagine that, like, if anyone sells their house on the Remax listing, it's got a, like, decla- disclaim, note, house is next door to wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, well, I'm still in a suit, so I'm still blending in fairly well. Um, you could always go up and say you're a basement inspector. I could, but I feel like, well, I'm at least going to walk by and just see if, like, is there any cars in the driveway? Anything that indicates there are people there? No. Alright, um, so if that's the case, then uh, he's going to go up and he's going to um, knock on the door. Alright, you wait a couple... Question, is it election season? Yes. Okay, so I knock on the door, I wait a bit. And uh, yeah, a, a man comes to the door, he does not match your... the. Uh... He's not match Marino's description. Yeah, you've never met Marino, obviously. Yeah, but I, I'm assuming people have talked about him. Yeah. Alright. Uh, hello, sir. How are you? Uh, are you the owner of this house? I am. Oh, very nice to meet you. Chet Williams, I'm here to talk to you about Brian Dennehy and what he's planning to do for local council. Alright. Well, as you see, and he proceeds to start doing the basic political spiel. He wants to lower sort of estate taxes, he wants to bring into things. This is a well-prepared speech that Vincent has done many times before. Uh, and I'm gonna say, so, uh, for that, uh, do I have to roll something to overcome this, or is this, can this well, just be... Well, what is your goal? I'm trying to see, like, I'm basically trying to distract them, and I'm trying to just get a feel of, like, how many people are in the house, if there are any. There's obviously him. Uh, are there any, like, shoes in the foyer? Are there any, like, people walking behind him? Yeah, I'll say the speech is easy. Roll to, uh, something to, like, figure out the, like, from environmental... Okay, so that's going to be former con man. So, to be fair, you are talking about Brian Dennehy, the actor who has appeared in such films such as First Blood? Yes. (sighs) That Brian Dennehy. (laughs) All right, then. It's a name just familiar enough that people will remember it, but not present enough that they immediately know it's bullshit. Uh... Uh, Middle die is a four. So, success with a minor twist. Unless, uh, we don't have any collections or anything like that we could use, no? No. Alright. No, you're still under your first collection. Alright, then I'll take the minor twist. Alright, um, what's your minor twist for ambition? Um, how is the pursuit of your goals getting in the way of being a hero in this situation? I am planning to break into someone's house. (laughs) Um, yeah, so, you, uh, look around, uh, you see, um, two sets of shoes, men's and women's. Okay. Um, you don't hear anything in the background, no movement, you don't see anybody moving around, um, but then you realize that there is a home security camera looking directly in your face. Ah, I see. So this is going to be a problem. <sighs> well, I already own shit for the Marino family. So I, I continue giving the spiel, I continue doing the thing, and I'll be like, well, I'd like to talk to you more about this. Um, oh, Jesus. 
It's very hot out here. Do you mind if I come inside? Um, sure. Why not? Alright, so yeah, I will step inside. I will make a few, like, sort of charitable compliments about their home. Oh, that's a very nice looking, whatever the hell knickknack that is. Mm -hmm. And yeah, um, based on the description that Brian told me, I'm assuming that it's probably, it's in an office somewhere? Yeah. Okay. Let me uh, take you to the living room. Okay. Um, do I know, based on Brian's description, where this office is relative to where I am? Mm, Not no. Really. Mm, damn. Unfortunately, you heard that... I, I assume that Brian basically said in the house, in mm. an office, on a shelf. Right. Uh, okay. I mean, and to be fair, Brian, Brian did not do a slow zoom. It was in book, hands. shelf, yeah. office, house. house. That's my neighborhood. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's my house. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. The details were kind of lost in the uh, shock of the situation. All right. Um, would I be able to, like... So basically on this house, this is a two-story house, right? Yeah. Uh, does it look like it has a basement? Yes, it does. Okay. It actually looks very similar to Brian's house. Like, all of these houses were built around the same time. Right, cookie-cutter construction. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Because I need two things. One, I need to get the guy to either bring me closer to where that office is or, like, show me around the house. Or two... I need to find some way to, like, get him occupied so that I have time to snoop around. All right. Well, so, okay. So, uh, you're in the, like, basically doing your school. But meanwhile, back at Brian... The Switch has been connected! Enjoy your games, children! All right. So, now that the children are entertained... Yeah. You don't have to do any baking. You realize you left Vince loose in your neighborhood without any supervision. Fuck. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, and you have know that people have seen you talking to him. So, uh, oh god, oh god, oh god. Okay, so, uh, I'm gonna do remote viewing on the house again, and hopefully this one will succeed. Uh, mid-die is a five. Uh... Succeed with a minor twist? I'll take it. All right. So, you... Zoom. Yep. So, you're looking for Vince. Yeah, I'm going back to the house that I remember from before. Okay, so you zoom in on Vince. He's talking to your neighbor... Um, let's call him Dave. Dave. Yeah, good old Dave. Good old Dave. Friendly Dave. <laughs> what is Vincent doing in Dave's house? Well, I mean, you already know that, I guess. Yeah, and you see that um, Dave is politely listening to Vince bullshit about a, a little-known actor running for city council. The actor from First Blood. Brian Dennehy is canon in this universe. Yeah. Um, I'm connected to him through the Brian Network. All Brians know each other. But, uh, yeah. Um, and you realize that, uh, that Vince is sitting there and looks like he doesn't have a way out. Mm. Like, he looks like he's, he's gotten Close. in, but the, he's kind of trapped in this, it, it, right now, because he, he doesn't... Knowing Vince, he probably didn't think this through well enough and didn't have a plan what to do after he got into the house. What, me not have a plan? No. I, sh- I shall make haste! I, um, yeah, close the door, or I head out, close the door dramatically behind me, and I rush over to Dave's house. Mm-hmm. And so once I arrive... Oh, excuse me for a moment. Please. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and Dave leaves the, the room. So it's, uh... Um, before he leaves, I go, oh, excuse me, I, I don't mean to intrude, but do you have a bathroom I can use? 
Oh, yes, it's just uh, up the stairs, first door on your left. Thank you. All right, so yeah, I will head up to the bathroom. Uh-huh. And uh, then I will proceed to poke around. Mm. Yeah, so, uh, and then the door opens and... Greetings, Dave! Oh, hey, Brian, how are you? I am doing quite well, Dave. How are you today? You know, really good. Uh... I don't mean to be a bother. However, there was something that concerned me. It was something you discussed at the last homeowners meeting for members of the community. Specifically, your discussion that there might be too many bears in Pacific City. I mean, the bear epidemic is a well-known problem <laughs> in, uh, in the Pacific City, especially uh, closer to the more rural section sections in the outskirts. Well, I understand that we have two phases of the moon left before the bear... (laughs) (laughs) The bear totem arrives. Worse. Uh, We have two phases of the moon before the bear tides return. But until then, I was thinking of some possible warding techniques that I could use on a number of houses. And I wanted to discuss with you if that would be possible to bring up at the next homeowner's meeting. Well, Brian, I I know that you are, well, a wizard. Yes. But you know the the HOA doesn't really have a policy on magic, and you know we don't really have a good budget for doing a mass like application like this. I would be happy to make a demonstration on a small number of houses, including my own, and afterwards, after viewing the effects. You could possibly bring up the idea of an increased budget then! I, like, I understand, but you see, if we open this up, and I know that you're a real wizard, but you know Shelly from, you know, the far side? Oh, Shelly! And her crystals? (laughs) The League of the Guild of Magicians shows up with a sign saying we demand to be taken seriously. (laughs) Yeah, you know, and, you know, if we open up it to you, then we have to also entertain the idea that Shelly's crystals actually contribute positive energy. They do not! Crystals are mere gobbledygook! It's mere superstition in the magical community! They have no benefits! And well, so, while this is going yeah. on, um, I'm gonna roll finesse to see if I can't find the office and then the book, hmm. uh, and I'm going to put my plus three bonus to work this one. Yeah, right. and you have plenty of time because my distraction has evolved into actual dialogue now that <laughs> crystals have gotten involved. Uh, my mid-die is a six. Was a three, so that's a six altogether. So that's still a success for my interest. Yep, I All mean, right. it's better than getting a three. Yep. All right, so yes. So I, I head up to the bathroom, and then I just, like, I, I linger a little bit. Like, I'm still on my way to it, but I'm very clearly, like, peeking into rooms, sort of looking for this office that he mentioned. Alright, so you find the office in question. Mm-hmm. The problem, there's an entire wall of bookshelf. Shit. <laughs> and, uh, again, you did not see the vision. You could not just go and pick up that book. Okay. Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, real needle in a haystack scenario <laughs> right now. Okay. Um... Also, you, well, you know Brian can go on. You don't know how, how long. long. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know he's got a lot of air in his system, you just don't know how much. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh... Okay, so I'm going to try something. So, former, the, so basically what I'm trying to do is, uh, Vincent's a con man. He's used to, like, going into things, and he knows, kind of, because of that, he kind of has an idea of how people think. Where would you hide something that needs to be desperately hidden if it was in plain sight? 
Uh-huh. So he's going to attempt to try and use his, like, previous con man knowledge to suss out, like, okay, where would I put a book that's important to me in plain sight? Mm-hmm. All right, so that is former con man, d6 and a d4, and I'm going to use my plus one on this. Uh, that one gets re-rolled. Yes! Okay, so that's a four. Success of the minor twist. Okay, so you're thinking about it, and you, and you realize that the book is probably disguised as something else, so... Uh, because you, you don't write my secret book of... My criminal enterprise on the side of it. Yeah. So what's the book that's out of place? Um, yeah, so... Uh, well, with this, you can kind of, like, start looking, but you realize this is still going to take... Time. Time. Like, you you basically have eliminated about half the books because they aren't, like, they're the wrong shape, wrong size. You know that it is, a fact, in fact, a black book, so... Okay. You, you've narrowed it down... And you know, generally, like, the methodology of, like, how you would, like, hide a book in a bookshelf. Right. Basically. But you, it's going to take some time and you don't know how long you've got. How many black books are there? There are 12 different black books. <sighs> is there an open window nearby? There is a window. It's not open. Hmm. So I'm thinking, I just grab all the books, pitch them out somewhere where I can pick them up later. <laughs> No, I don't know the other way out of the house. There's no way that I'd be able to get out with the books, like, stuffing pieces. Yeah. Well, you're looking at the window, and you realize, you see, if you got a good enough throw, you can land them in Brian's backyard. All right. Uh, I guess I'm just going to have to go for it. So I I crack open the window, make sure that no one sees me. All right, so yeah. uh, Basically, I'm just going to grab, like, a stack of the books, a handful of books each time, and kind of, like, frisbee throw them out the window into Brian's backyard. All right, so Brian. Yeah. From where you're standing, you yeah. can see things being thrown out a side window mm. towards your backyard. Mm. So uh, you're going to need to make a uh, a check to hold uh, hold David's attention. Yeah. With uh, God, what do I have? Um, is uh, is it? Mm. No, I don't think I. Uh, I can actually hear him down there, right? Yes. You can always hear Brian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. So. Um, as he's doing that, is there a possibility that I could give him a boost in this situation? How? Um, he's talking about the bear problem, right? Um, basically, I'm going to give him a bit of an extra lead-in to talk about that by basically, like, from the upstairs, sort of... From the upstairs, basically, um, like, stopping, putting the books down, going to where the approximate bathroom is, and says, Oh, yes, uh, Mr. Dennis, he does have a plan for the uh, the bear issue. I'll just be down in one second and we can talk about it. All right, so this is going to be finesse, as this is him trying to pull a sneaky uh, d6, and there's no no power that Vinny can use in this situation. Yeah, I realize Vincent's power is kind of useless in social situations. Yeah, well, that's still a six, which I think is a six is a plus two. Nice. All right, so you get to roll the plus two. Okay, cool. Thank you. You uh, can also add your boost to this, and that gives you a plus five. Shit. Um, how about, uh, just a sec, what is, uh, could I apply principle of order to this, overcome a challenge where I can organize other people, or to hold his attention, or would that be kind of a stretch? That's a little bit of a stretch. Yeah, it would only be that if you were, like, actually, physically organizing, like, a bear yeah. hunt. <laughs> alright, alright. So, um... So what, what's your next, 
looking like? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking through, but I don't know if I can see anything that would apply to this. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, Insight. you didn't take banter. No, no. Um, I'm good with magic and shit. Not much else aside from that. Uh, Cast okay. Charm Person. <laughs> so, D4 for the first two, then my status die? Yep. Okay, boy. Oh, boy. Again, you've got a, a plus three in reserve that you can use, but you have to use it now. I'm going to use my plus three, add it to your plus two to make it a plus five total. All right. All right. So now you, can't, you, you won't fail spectacularly. Good. So uh, that's a two plus five. That goes up to a seven. Ah, damn it. It's still not enough. Yeah, it's still... Success with Fire Twist, though. Yes. So, uh, you, you continue your speech. Yep. Uh, just ranting about crystals. Yeah. But you can see him starting to, like, his eyes are glazing over. Yeah. And, and he's, 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 he, he's getting that impulse to, like, reach for his phone to, like... Yeah, to check and... Like, he, he, I'm boring him. I'm boring him. All uh, right. Um, do I... Would I be finished up by the books at this point? Yeah. Okay, so I finish up with the books... I go into the washroom, I uh, I basically pretend to flush the toilet, and then I come back downstairs and I'm like, oh, yes, uh, I, like, oh, yes, Brian wasn't dead. Oh, uh, we were talking earlier about uh, things about uh, Mr. Dennehy's plans for the neighborhood. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. He's using a great deal of his acting experience as preparation for this uh, undertaking involving the bears. Yeah, well, of course, that's part of making a safer neighborhood for change. And I'm gonna look over, see that he's starting to get a little like frustrated. I'm like, I'm, I'm so, oh, sir. Uh, thank you for your time. I realize I've probably taken enough of your time as it is. Yes. But please, uh, if you could vote for Denny, vote for change. And I like, you know, offer to shake his hand and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, he'll he'll shake your your hand, and uh, Brian, we'll we'll talk about the the this at the next. I understand. I shall leave it until then. All right. All right. So yeah, uh, I will head off. Um, and I'll be like, oh, so Mr. Uh, Brian, was it? Um, yeah. Would you mind if I come uh, to discuss a few things with it? It seems like you, I never talked to you much about the bear problem, but I feel like I've got a better idea of what you'd like to see in a council member. Oh, well then, I am all ears! And yeah, I lead him out the door. Yes, and then I will basically, once we're like a good distance away, I'll be like, go back to your place, go back to your place, there's stuff in the backyard I need to get. Why did you throw them all the way to my backyard? was all part of the plan. And so, yeah, we head back to my place, go back, go past the kids who are, yeah, well into uh, Mario Kart at this point. Yeah. The kids aren't playing Mario Kart. Oh, no. What? 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 Are the kids there? In the backyard. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so, oh, I run out to the backyard. What are they doing? So, each of them has seemed to grab a book. Oh no! And then they begin to scatter. No, um, I'm gonna use principle of order uh, <laughs> to um, get to get these little shits back here. Okay. And so, um, okay. Uh, Vince is gonna get What's a boost. Your looking like? Um, telepathy, insight, and status die of a D10. I'm gonna give How you. Are you using insight. Uh, I don't know. If I may, I'll provide a boost for this. What can I use magical lore instead to know how to project telepathy out to all of them? Mm, I'm gonna, really. I'm gonna provide you an insight because you know what kids want, and what kids want is easy spending money. Vincent is gonna just reach into his jacket pocket, pull out a twenty dollar bill, and say, "Hey, kids! First person that gets you gets this." And I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna use a boost <laughs> to boost him. Okay. Right. Roll, roll the boost. All right. Um, would this be former con man or finesse? Former con man. 
Actually, no, here's the question. Are you going to give them the $20? Yes. Finesse them. Alright, so that is a D10, a D4, and a D6. Mm-hmm. Unless, can I use my uh, my body snatching ability to kind of like push them towards me in this instance? Um, sure. Alright. At the very least, you can use it to paralyze their legs and keep them from running away. Yeah, to keep them from getting any further. And uh, I'm going to use my last plus one on this one. Uh, so that is a six altogether. Yay. All right. So that's a plus two for you. Okay. So, um, all right then. I'm going to use, okay, my other, um, not, what is it called when they're not powers, but they're still like aspects or whatever? Qualities. Qualities, qualities yeah. So I've got the qualities, magical lore, insight, and self-discipline. Uh, self-discipline in that I'm trying to, uh, you know, not fly off the handle and get and roar at these little shits to get back here. You're trying sure. not to be the the no sense of right and wrong wizard. You're trying to be the dad. Yeah. There are two forces inside of you. Okay, I one inv- is a dad. I, one is a wizard. I invoke the powers of dad! Oh. And... Oh. That is a two for my mid. I think you need to get new dice. Like, just as someone with superstitions about these sort of things, I'm just saying, as much as it was a nice birthday gift. As much as it was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, that's a little plus two. So it's still uh, a four, so it's still... No, you, you're plus... Didn't you, you... I did not say that I was invoking uh, one of my bonuses Pluses. on this. So it's a four. I mean, that's still, still a success. That's still a success with my request. Alright, I'll take it. Okay. Um, so I telepathically reach out to all the children, and... Those are my property, children! If you bring those back here, my friend will reimburse you with a gift of $20! Alright. So I only promised it to the first one. <laughs> yeah. So all of these kids yep. come back, and this, you, you, you're counting books. There's one missing. Alright, alright, alright. So I, I managed to get them all, and I like one. Okay, where's the last one? And Brian... Count people. All the children are here. Oh no! Where's Pop Tart? No, not Pop Tart. Oh, all the children. Oh are here. no! <laughs> Brian, tell me you know what's going on, because I see that look in your eye, and it's not good. It has been taken by a creature that will not listen to reason. We must find Pop Tart. See, I told you I should have taken her for a walk. <laughs> So anyway, I will put the books in a safe place in Brian's house. Mm-hmm. And all right, so now, all right, so where's Pop Tart? Do you have anything like treats? Indeed, I con uh, I summon a bag of treats from the uh, cupboard. So yeah, just like uh, you know, a bag of uh, freeze dried land lungs. So I begin shaking the bag. Pop Tart, <whistles> come here. We have num nums. It is time for treats, Pop Tart. And yeah, I'm going to be going around uh, the house, the backyard, uh, just doing what I can to try and find this fucking dog. How much does she like fresh meat? Uh, as much as any other dog. <sighs> God damn it. You see that he rolls up one of his arms. He well, what are you... No. You shall not feed Pop-Tart people. No. I'm, I'm just saying. You shall not give my dog a taste of human flesh. Oh no, Pop Tart has a taste of human flesh. <laughs> Alright then, fine. Just stop yelling so loud. This is my normal voice. Man, how did niggas deal with you? Alright, but anyway, this Pop Tart got like areas outside that she likes to hang out at. The backyard! 
How big is Brian's backyard? Uh, pretty decently sized. <sighs> Alright, let's see if we can't find a little hidey hole. Pop tart! Pop tart! Yeah, we begin looking for a dog. Come here! Come here, sweetie! Alright, you look around. Yeah. And Pop Tart isn't obviously in the open backyard area. But? Then you realize that, uh,. You never really got that kind of weird hole thing in your basement fix. Oh, motherfucker! Okay, so... Oh! Oh, no! No! And I run back into the house, and I immediately make for my sanctum. I, I, I follow after him, part of like, I really wish he'd explain what these things are. I hurl open the door to my sanctum and run down the stairs to the basement. And uh, we'll just follow along. Yeah. Alright. Bob Dot! Bob Dot, you know to stay out of my sanctum! Yeah, so you see Pop-Tart... Pop-Tart has a book in his mouth. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, and then Pop-Tart hops, hops into your magical circle. No! No! Sweetie! Come! I have no gnomes! Come here! Come here! And I'm shaking the tree bag desperately. Uh-huh. Come on. Come on. Who wants $20? Who wants $20? <laughs> Animals have no concept of money. That won't work. Uh, it's mine. <laughs> so, so Pop-Tart sees the, uh, sees the treats. And then drops the book in the middle of the circle. <laughs> and then runs out of the circle, knocking candle over. Actually in the circle. No! Alright, well, um... I use uh, telekinesis to yank the book out of the circle. Um, that's a D8. Uh, uh, I feel like Magical Lord is applicable in this situation. Yes, status die, D10 as well. And I'm going to use my remaining boost for this for a plus two. Uh, that is a, that is a nine. Holy shit. Oh, nice. All right. I believe that succeeds with no penalties. Yes. yes. All right. You have the book. <gasps> oh, oh, oh. Okay. Uh, do I need to put that candle back? I shall take care of it. I use telekinesis to adjust it. Yep. Uh, I, I, like, take the book from you. I, I, like, as I'm taking the book, I, like, slide what seems to be, like, a hundred dollars into your hand. I'm like, much appreciated. Uh, pleasure doing business. Now, I need to discipline a very bad dog. Yes, and I, I... I look through this book. Is this what I'm looking for? No. Damn it. Alright, well... It's a book. It's a book. Well, I got a 12 more to go. So I, I go back upstairs, I grab the stack, yeah. and then uh, I basically am like, Alright, well, if anything else comes up, I'll let you know. Very well! Alright, so then I, I get in my car and I drive out of the neighborhood. Mm. Alright. As I do, I just start flipping through the various books to look and see, like, which, like, what have I taken, John? I mean, you, you've got, like, To Kill a Mockingbird. Ah, great. Literary classic. Um, first edition. That's worth money. Ooh! <laughs> he's about to put it in the back seat, and then he sees, like, the first edition. He's like, whoa, hold on. You're going to the glove box. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's only slightly damaged now. Yeah. From being thrown into a backyard. Yeah, it pops out. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, it's various other books, and then you find uh, one book, you open it up, and uh, in the middle there's just this, a USB drive and a hollowed out book. Fucking jackpot. Alright, I gotta figure out what's on this. Eh, they've got hackers, I can guarantee that they probably got this. 
All right, so um, I'm going to, so I basically like put all the rest of the books in the back seat along with the, the MD book that I have to drive. All right, and you're just driving out of like, I, I assume that Brian is in a cul-de-sac. Yeah, of course. It feels like a cul-de-sac kind of neighborhood. It is. Uh, Brian absolutely made sure to live in a cul-de-sac so that they wouldn't have traffic coming through all the time. Ah, uh, and then there's a guy in the, in the middle of the road. Does he look made? No. Oh. And then there's another guy standing behind that guy. He looks weird. I'm going to roll Criminal Underworld Info to see if I can recognize or at least understand if the other guy's weird and maybe he has a reputation. But I say weird, I mean that he's like orange colored and like kind of fades away at the waist area. Oh, I think I know who these are. So these aren't made men. These are probably people that had the same idea I did. And I just look at them. And I'm like, nobody's getting in the way of my payday. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm, I, I, there's a stare, there's kind of just a stare down. Vincent's gonna like just grab the USB drive uh, in one of his hands, and he's just gonna keep driving. <laughs> and he's just gonna keep driving. All right, and uh, you, you keep driving, you keep driving, and uh, then the, the guy is no longer in front of your car, and then he's in your back seat. I see. So that's your trick. Well, if you want the and book... And then the other guy appears out of nowhere and grabs the, the wheel of the car. Well, now, that is a neat trick. <sighs> I suppose you're looking for the book? That's... Yeah, I heard one of the accountants has it here. <sighs> and judging by, he looks at all of your books. <laughs> all the books in the backseat. Question. Um... Can I say that I closed the empty book after I, uh, like, took the drive out of it? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, it's time to see if I can finagle these guys. Uh-huh. Okay. You also realize the, the second guy just is kind of half, like, merged through your heart, but he's not all the way solid. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Uh-huh. Oh, <sighs> well, look. So, uh, he's going to basically, uh, so he's basically going to do the old magician's trick of palming the, uh, the item in his palm up his sleeve. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be like, he's going to put his hands up, he's going to be like, look, you got me beat, you let me get out of here, and you keep this neighborhood from going bloody nuclear, book in the back suit mm-hmm. Alright, so, we're making this negotiation, roll yep. for it. Alright, so that would definitely be finesse. Uh... Actually, yeah, I guess finesse is to hide the... To the, hide the drive and also, you know, remain cool. I got no bonuses, so at best this is going to be a minor twist. Two ones, I'm going to roll those. Wow! Ooh! Uh, damn, I wish I had the thing there. So that's a six. Alright, so, um, it says, okay, look, now your minor twist, Brian, a magical entity has appeared on your street. <gasps> uh, yeah, at this point, what are the kids up to? Um, they have... They they were they were gonna play book tag, but your friends took all the books, so they're going back to Mario Kart. Good. But now they can bet on the Mario Kart because now they have a twenty dollar bill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, they're doing a Mario Kart championship now. Okay, for the twenty dollars. Yes. All right. So um, I'm gonna they're gonna be occupied with that. Uh, so yeah, um, I'm gonna run out the door and I'm gonna find yeah. <laughs> I like to imagine like I see Brian coming out. And, like, I'm this close to getting away, and I'm, like, tele- like yelling in my mind, Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it! Yeah, and so, yeah, suddenly there's a... Can I just say I instantly teleport into the car? Yes. Okay. <laughs> do you teleport into the back of the passenger seat? Um, passenger seat. 
All right, so you're in the passenger seat. You see Vince getting out of the, the car. Mm. You see a man in the back, and you see a spirit holding onto the wheel. Spirit! What is your business in this neighborhood? Well, that just complicates things, the man says. <laughs> then if he looks at me, I immediately go, I don't know this guy. <laughs> what? Vin, we're <laughs> friends! I'm screaming telepathy. God damn it, you son of a bitch! No! <laughs> Please read my mind, I beg you! <laughs> Happy to complicate it, <laughs> So this is gonna be, uh, combat. Uh-huh. I feel like we're kind of in a yellowy zone right now. Yeah, oh, things boy. are tense, but not uh, apocalyptically so. I'm gonna say four and four. Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. Alright. Oh, we're already in yellow. Sweet. Mm -hmm. But we're only getting one big combat this Oh, yeah, that's true. So I figured, you know, make it a big one. Go big. Yeah. I mean, it's the last episode of City Zero. Yeah. Like, <laughs> can't read a room for shit, can you, Brian? Uh, <laughs> are you saying that in character? Yes. Like, yeah. like when he, after he says that, you say, we're friends. He just kind of, like, sighs and goes, you can't read a room for shit, can you, Brian? I don't know what you're talking about! <laughs> this is uh, this is all very confusing! Who is this person and why is he in my neighborhood? Good question! Why am I? Good question! And I look at you very pointedly in a way that says, Why am I in your neighborhood? Because you asked me to help you with a problem! D I'm just gonna stop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tealus can I go? Mmm, <laughs> I don't think so. <sighs> I think it's <laughs> All right, so who goes first? Uh, do we need cards? Yeah. All right. Uh, king for you and a king for you. Yay! So luckily, he did not bring, actually, come to think of it, he probably wouldn't have brought his kit, so he's completely unarmed. I mean, unarmed is so far a man that can self-harm is. Uh-huh. All right. Are these uh, lieutenants? Uh, capos? Uh, he has, he's a villain, he has powers. Ah, okay. And he also has like a uh, health pool. Right. And is the spirit also a villain? No, he's one entity. Oh, it's a thing. It's a dual thing. I see. Alright, so who's going first? Uh, I have go? something that lets me debuff an enemy majorly. I've got the, the boost all nearby allies, but we don't have any allies. Mm -hmm. I do also have the ability to just attack at max die. So, I don't know. You want me to just swing first? I could debuff them and then you swing. That works too. I will say that you can feel free to use the card to your advantage. Oh yeah, that also works. <laughs> hmm. All right, yeah. Well, why don't you debuff them and then I can? Well, it doesn't matter actually because it's a villain, right? It's like they don't, unless they roll defense die, um, then like debuffing doesn't actually have it. It reduces their die rolls, but it doesn't matter if we do it before or after I attack. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So yes, so um, I figured as much. And then Vincent is going to do a thing that he has done many times and punch himself in the face. Uh, using his ability, you feel me. So I attack with Vindictive Aura, so it's a D8. D8, or a D8, and my self-discipline, which is a 12, because it takes a lot of willpower to punch your own self in the face hard enough to hurt. Mm -hmm. And we're in yellow, so that's also a D8 for the uh, situation die. Uh, mid die is a four. Uh, sorry, max die. It's an attack with max die using Vindictive Aura. So that's a seven. Okay. Um, Alright, he is going to uh, defend. Alright. Using his his ability. Uh, let's, let's take a second try on that. 
so he will reduce that damage by three. All right, so it's four. Yeah, so he'll take four, and it, uh, but as you do, like, you make contact, but before you can, like, like, you, you make contact with yourself, but before you can feel the entire, like, blow flow through into him, yeah. he does his... Something interrupts him. Yeah, he suddenly back out in front of the car. Oh no! Oh no! I've seen this shit before out of character! What? Yes. Alright, so that is my turn. And then, uh, yeah, I will pass to... Do we want to pass to him before we pass to you, just so we don't get that That makes sense, yeah. Alright, so I'll pass to him. Alright. Okay, so he... Um, he is going to attack... Uh, let's see. It's current storage 10. Alright, and, um, while, when, like, as, like, he's sort of reeling from this, he will slip the, uh, the drive into his, like, one of his breast pockets so he doesn't have to worry about flying out of his sleeve. Mm. Mm-hmm. Alright. Alright, what's he hitting with? Um, so he is going to, uh, like, run around the side of the car and unleash one punch a hundred times. Uh, and that's going to do eight to you. Okay. Uh, so defend works by, you call it as a reaction, and then you just roll a single die, right? Uh, no. So okay. if you have a reaction to do it, you that goes off as a defense, you roll a single die, but what you would be doing is hitting the deck, which uses your reaction but you also take a minor twist. And oh, okay. But you roll a die tool. Okay, uh, then I'll just eat the attack. Uh-huh. All right, so what is so? I'm assuming what it feels like is like he punches me once, and then it suddenly feels like I've been hit a hundred times? Yeah, it's like he punched you a hundred times in one second. D- oh, Jesus Christ! Ben, are you all right? I will be in a few seconds, but oh, jeez, beware that right hook. Uh, how much damage is that? Eight. Eight. So it's 325. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, you see Vin, like, it looks like he gets hit once, and then all of a sudden there's, like, this concussive wave that just, like, almost knocks him off his feet. God damn, okay. Yeah. Um, are we outside the car at this moment? Uh, I am. I think you're in the passenger seat. I'm still in the passenger seat, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, alright, so, um, I'm... Question, actually. What does Brian know about spirits? Alright, so, Brian, mm. you under- you've seen this before. Mm. Um, mostly, uh, this is Normally, uh, a spirit this powerful isn't usually, like, show up, but you do know that that spirit users are kind of drawn together, mm. that they they tend to congregate, so the uh-huh. stronger a spirit in an area is, the more spirit users will show it's up. almost like spirit users are drawn to each other. Yeah, yeah, almost. <laughs> um, so, and uh, you realize that, uh, so what it is, is it, the spirit is kind of a manifestation of, like, physical energy, like, like his life force and his soul and like and they usually have a gimmicky power thing a unique ability that only they possess yeah yeah okay yeah. on top of that they can also be strong and fast but it's but the the, the gimmick is the big thing mm-hmm. and you also know that spirits are purport like the gimmick can vary in power but the overall power of the spirit varies by how much of it there is so a full torso is ooh mm. yeah. strong yeah full torso is pretty strong You'd say, like, maybe a neck thing would probably be, like, moderately weak, but if it has a good gimmick, it might be okay, but, mm. you know. And I mean, a full body 
one would just be super like OP. Like Woo! you don't think you've ever seen anybody do that though. That's so rare. Yeah. It will never happen. <laughs> Wink. Yeah. Okay, so um yeah, I'm gonna teleport out of the car in front of it, and then I am going to use um whispers of Zalgul to hinder the both of them. It's only the one. Hmm? There's only one target? Yeah, it's a spirit user like Gene. Okay, but I can't... Okay, okay, so it's not a matter of targeting either the spirit or the person. It's yes. just them. Okay. Uh, all right, um, yeah, I'm going to hinder them anyway. All right. I mean, you can just roll a hinder. You don't have to hinder all. Okay, then I'm just... Yeah, yeah that's and that uses doing. the min instead of uh, the min, if I remember that ability correctly. Yeah. Um, that uses the mid? Yeah. Okay, that's a five. Okay, so that's a minus two on him. Mm-hmm. All right. So, and then uh, I guess you pass the environment. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna tick a box. Um, the, um, let's see. Um, hmm. You, you know, I'm just going to set this die to one, and it's not gonna mean anything, and you shouldn't worry about it. Oh! Oh, that, that's, that's reassuring. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. All right. Okay. Uh, so, so who does the environment pass to? Uh, the environment will pass. Uh, uh, we'll pass to it. All right. Okay. Well, clearly I can't outfight this dude, which means I've only got one other choice, which is the Avery special technique, just getting the hell out of here. Oh. All right. So he's still. So he's back in front of the car, right? He's next to the car, actually. Damn it. I can't. So I can't get back without getting like into him, right? Well, he's right next to you because he punched you a hundred times in the face. Right. Yeah. That. Okay. Well, let's see. Also, you know his weird second person torso thing to just reach in and grab your steering wheel. Yes, that too. Uh, hmm. Wondering if maybe I should just like double down on the hand, the, the hindering. Because then, no matter what he uses, he's kind of screwed. Yeah, you know what, I'm going to do that. All right, so I'm going to use hamstring. Uh, so I hinder using body snatching. Uh, use my max die. If I roll doubles, I attack my mid die. So realizing that unless he gets rid of that weird thing in his car, he's not getting out of here anytime soon. So Vincent's going to try a, a, a move, basically, and try to hinder the... Like, it's basically just grabbing the steering wheel, right? The, the spirit. So yeah, he's basically going to try and, like possess one of the spirit's arms and see if, like, it will punch itself in the face. And for that, he's going to use his hamstring ability. So, Hinder using body snatching. So, body snatching is a D8. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this one, another D8. Then I use my max die, and if I roll doubles, I attack my man. No doubles, but uh, it's a Hinder of eight. Okay, so that's a Hinder of 8. That's a minus 3. So, he's Rolling with a minus five. Are you going to pass to him? Um, yes. All right. So yeah, and you you kind of see like I guess it doesn't punch it in the face, but like Vinny sees that like clearly he's like moving the the spirit's hand, and at the same time the guy's hand is also doing the same thing. So suddenly Vinny puts two and two together. Mm. Yeah. All right. Um. Uh. Let's and another game. So he's going to use um. Uh, damn, I didn't come up with good names for this. When this character appears again in another game, <laughs> I will definitely have these names picked out better. This user will return in Pacific City Heroes. Um, let's 
let's just call this one, uh, try again. <laughs> no, stop that. I want my abilities to work. Alright, um, and he is going to, um, he is going to heal himself for, uh, one, um, and give himself a plus one boost. So, you managed to not let him heal himself back up to full. Mm. So I've managed to stop whatever weird ability he has. Somewhat. Uh, kind of. The, the, what happens is the, you see the, um, what you, you notice is the, um, that there's actually a clock on the weird thing's chest, and it starts going running backwards. Huh. And then suddenly he's in the backseat of the car again, but his, uh, face is unpunched slightly. Huh. Interesting. Uh-huh. Okay, you've got some sort of time ability. Neat. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Why is it always the time users? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, who does he pass to? Um. So he is going to pass to the environment. The environment is going to tick down again. I'm going to move this die up to two. Oh no. Uh, and the environment is going to pass to Brian the Beyonder. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I guess I'm going to hit this guy with uh, my attacking ability. So that's going to be attack using telekinesis, and yeah, uh, use my max die for this. So, alright. Uh, that's a 7 for my max. Alright, he's going to uh, try and take that back. Okay. Um... Uh, so uh, he reduces that damage by six, so he takes one. Shit. Okay. All right. I think we just need to focus on attacking him because yeah. ignoring isn't gonna do anything. Yeah. We just have to overcome oh, this time. No, sorry. It's just one die. Huh? Mm. It's yeah. not a full roll. Okay. Oh, that's good. Oh, still a five. Yeah. He still takes two though. All right. All right. Um, so yeah, yeah I just. Uh, yeah. So now he's on the other side of the car. Okay. But so. Uh, what's your attacking point? So basically, I um, I'm gonna grab him using telekinesis, and I'm gonna try and slam him into the pavement. But yeah, he just gets, or I imagine he just warps himself and shakes it off. Yeah. So, so yeah, at this point. Um, and the thing is, you see the clock move forward when huh. he does that. Okay. But he's no longer in the car. Yes. All right. Time to drive. <laughs> I mean, the spirit is still. Oh, God damn it. It has still got a death grip on the wheel. I mean, whenever you control the pedals, oh, it has no feet. And I like <laughs> the idea that whenever you're looking at the driver's seat as if to get out of there, it just is staring back at you and just slowly shakes its head. Yes, wait a minute. Oh, but I wouldn't I wouldn't know that in character, but out of character, if this has a specific range, if I could just drive far enough away from him, it would work. Well, either way, then he's going to try and get the fuck out of here. So he is just going to, uh, he's going to just jump in the car. He's going to try and use his body snatching ability to, like, wrench the, the grip off the steering wheel so he can steer. And, uh, yeah, he's just going to drive. <laughs> okay. Um, I do not have a boost. I feel like this is an overcome. Yes, this is probably an overcome. But I'm going to be using body snatching because I've got to fight the spirit's control over the vehicle. Mm-hmm. All right, so that is a D8. Um, this is probably going to be... Would it be finesse or self-discipline? I feel like this might be former con man. Former con. <laughs> I'm used to outrunning ghosts before. I think it's more running away from a situation. That's fair. Alright, so 2d8s. That's a 4 and a 2, and. Oh shoot. An 8, so it's a 4. Okay. 
So you succeed with a minor twist. So the minor twist is I do manage to get away. Bad news is there's a slight turn. <laughs> oh no. So I'm driving and I'm like, alright, we're almost out of here, and I'm just like, oh no. Please let go. Yeah, so you're going. Yeah. But it's still on your wheel. Yeah. And it's, I, I'm guessing, it's not even looking out of the front. It's just staring at you yeah. the whole time. Uh, I'm, I'm like, please, please. Uh-huh. Brian, you got anything for this? Uh, you're in the car, and you're trying to drive away, right? Yes. Yeah, so you, you've left Brian with the guy. Yeah. <laughs> and so, what is your business in my neighborhood? I, uh, I'm trying to steal the thing that guy stole. You can, I shall not allow that! He is my friend! And a friend of Brian the Beyonders is a worthy friend indeed! Well, I mean, if I wasn't already made by the security camera, I think this does it. <laughs> so, uh... Who, who, uh, alright. I will pass to... Is there a way to, like, overcome the minor twist if, like, another person does it? Like, if Brian manages to, like... Yeah. Alright, so I will pass to Brian, and uh, we'll probably get the double stack, but, you know. Alright. Uh, yeah, um, I'm just gonna hit this guy again, because, uh, yeah, what else can I do? So, yeah. Very well, if you shall not listen to reason, then excessive force is the only option! Uh, my max die for this is a 9 for the attack. Oof. Okay, uh, he's gonna reduce down to a 6. Uh, where'd that go? Uh, it landed on a 1, does that count? Yeah, sure. Alright. So that's 8 damage. Okay. That's eight damage. Yep. Um, yeah, he does that same thing again. Doesn't seem to be as effective as before. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be as effective as before. Almost like it's being... It's a build power is weakening with range or something like that. Mm. Mm, that's not how the... Okay, so the thing is, villains have different... Their stat sides don't go based on the... Oh, they don't do the, the thing? They don't do the red, green, yellow based on HP or stuff. They have... They're based on a different metric, like... For example, the swarm thing from Urban Infestation had more had a bigger status die the less minions that were around. Oh, I see. Hmm. All right. So. Right. All right. Well, we gotta pass to the environment or to him now. Uh, I'll pass to him. Okay. Um. Let's see. He is going to use uh, back step. Which, uh, I actually need a d4 if you could do this. Yeah. Alright, so, that, and another d6. Okay. Okay, so back step lets them move anywhere in the scene, within reason. There's mm. a... Arbitrary limit of power. <laughs> yeah, no, he has a mechanic ah. that, that I'm going to explain later. Uh... Maybe not until after he shows up in the main campaign. Yes. Um, but he also uh, hinders you for minus one. Okay. As he suddenly um, out, uh, he's suddenly in front of your car again. I'm gonna have to hit this fool, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. Jail isn't real. I say as I drive my Ford Pinto directly into the spirit user. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. So he will pass the environment. Um, the environment actually won't tick up again. Oh. Um, so, uh, uh, Brian, 
Yes. You're going to get a minus one hinder. Okay. As you hear somebody calling, Dad! Shit! Uh, so the environment has hindered you for minus one. Okay. Uh, can you pass me a black one for the uh, the debuffs? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay. So, uh, who does it go to? Um, and that's going to pass back to the, uh, the spirit user. Uh-huh. Because this is the villain fuck up portion of this adventure. Well, we, we put it on ourselves. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, he is going to, uh, unleash another 100 punches against, uh... Yeah, this is gonna hurt. Yeah. Not really. No. Take three. <laughs> so imagine, like, Vincent's bracing for the blow, and it's like, Gah! Oh, that didn't feel too bad, actually. It's like, nice try! You can only use a tactic on me once! After that, I adapt! Uh-huh. With this, I just braced my jaw! Yeah. Um, and specifically, instead of him punching you, his spirit punched you. Ah! Because that's how he did it from outside of your car. Of course. Does this mean the spirit has let go of the wheel? No, it's one hand on the wheel. Damn it! <laughs> one hand still on two o'clock, sorry. Uh-huh. Trying to steer the damn thing. Alright, and uh, he will pass the environment, which will mark a box, and the dash will go up by one, mm-hmm. and then it will pass back to uh, Vincent in the car. Because, like, the thing is, there's a way that I could completely uh, get out of this situation. But it would require me to just completely crash the view. Hmm. Alright. Speaking of, that minor twist, so, like, what does that minor twist of there being, like, a curve in the road mean? Does it mean, like, I'm just on the timer for how long I can keep going forward before I eventually crash? I will say that you are heading kind of for a parked car. I see. Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, Chris, what was the name I gave for that person in the HOA with the crystals? Mm. Shelly? Yeah. It's Shelly's car. It's Shelly's car. Because there's a dangling crystal hanging <laughs> yeah. from the roof of her car. Alright, um... I'm, I'm torn between either just, like, straight up hitting him, or, um... You know what, this seems a bit more in Vincent's wheelhouse, since he can't actually get out of the situation. So he's gonna use, um, You Feel Me, his powerful blast ability. Hit it! Hit Shelly's car. <laughs> no, I am not fulfilling your vendetta. Besides, I don't even know who Shelly is. He uses crystals. That's all you need to know. So he's going to use his thing in that uh, he's not wearing a seatbelt. So he's just going to hit the brakes and let his face, like, full on just hit the steering wheel. And then he's going to transfer it to him. Uh-huh. So I don't crash the car, but I'm not getting out of it. That is Vindictive Aura, Self-Discipline, and a hoot. Remember, you can also take a minor twist to use an ability from your red zone if you wanted to. Mm. Unfortunately, I have no abilities that are really useful right now, so I'll continue to just kill, uh, hit them. This does use a max die. Uh, and that is a 9 altogether. Okay. So yeah, I, so suddenly the car is speeding, 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 and then suddenly it hits the brakes. Vince just goes forward into the steering column. Ah, son of a bitch! And transfers that directly to him. Alright, well, because he's currently at D4 stats, he cannot actively avoid that damage. Nice! So yeah, he just takes 9 to the dome. He is not in a happy place. Alright, who are you passing to? Um, he's already gone this round. Yeah, he's already gone, the environment's already gone. So I guess I pass back to Brian. Back to me! Alright, okay. Brian, you see the car slam to a halt inches from Shelly's car. No! <laughs> oh! The one time you could have been of use to me, Vincent! <laughs> Or vindictive. Mm. 
Uh, yeah. And so, uh, I see that happen, and, um, okay, so, hmm, what can I do? Yeah, I'm just gonna keep hitting the guy, but I also heard the hinder, uh, I heard my son shouting, and so, Not now, Samuel! Your father is busy! And so, yeah, I'm going to continue just right doll slamming the guy around. Okay. People just going about their business. Ah, wizard shit. I don't want to get involved yeah. in this. Oh, Brian's doing his thing again. Uh, that is a seven. No, I'm attacking with my max. So that's an eight. Well, seven plus the hinder. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. So it's seven total. All right, he still can't react. Have a four. <laughs> okay. And so, who has not gone this turn? I think it's the start of a new round. Start of a new round. Oh, so boy. you could theoretically pass to me, and then I could pass back to you. We have to deal with another double team bullshit thing. Hey, I'm. If you want to tag team and see if we can take this fucker down, I'm happy to try. All right, back to you. Okay, so, uh, um, so yeah, Vincent is going to like, well, oh, fuck, I already broke my nose once. Just is gonna look at him and then just slam his head into the wheel again. Give him another dose of that. You feel me attack? Yeah. And I don't have the hinder anymore. Oof, uh, that is a four altogether. Okay. It turns out without the, like, the kinetic momentum to really get going, it's not as effective. Uh-huh, and you're passing to... Brian. Okay, um, yeah, um, I am going to slam this guy directly into the back of the car. Out of curiosity, how banged up is this guy looking? Very. Okay. Okay. Um, alright, so that's a six that I rolled, uh, and so basically I'm going to telekinetically pick him up by the scruff of his pants and the back of his neck, and I am going to just uh, ram him into the car like a guy with a battering ram trying to knock down a Shelly's car? Which car? Um, Vin's car to send it for the last few inches that it needs. <laughs> <laughs> that... Oh, God damn it, I don't want to leave information. Hmm. All right, uh, yeah, and so I deal six points of damage to him. That will knock him out. Okay. Make sure it fades away. Okay. And then, yeah, Shelly's car alarm fills the air. All right, so Vin goes over, pulls a couple bills out of his thing, gets him out of the windshield, gets back in the car, and just drives the hell out of it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to talk to you via telepathy as I make sure that this guy is down and unconscious. <laughs> Vin, are you seriously going to leave after everything that has just transpired? I left some money on a fucking dashboard. That's not the point, Vin. I've done you a solid with this, and you've dragged me into more of your trouble. Well, technically, you helped me out first, so really, there's no one to blame. All right, look, fine. I get it. Tell you what, I owe you one. And I realize that doesn't exactly sound right, but considering that I'm a goddamn focal point of necropat- necro- necromantic? Necropotic? What's the word for it? Uh, no, necromantic is correct. Yeah, I'm a fucking vocal point for that. I'm sure you've got something in your goddamn wheelhouse that'll allow you to use that. Hmm. Well, I appreciate the consideration nonetheless. Know that, similar to Quintess and your uh, your acquaintance Vic, I am always happy to help out those of my friends who need my assistance. Yes, and you've been a great deal. I will get you some money soon. I just need to make a stop with uh, some important cargo. Money is unimportant to me. Just so long as as, uh, as we understand each other, that is sufficient. Yes. I, again, I had no idea that he was in your neighborhood. That was just a freaky coincidence. Hmm. All right. Well, safe travels. Thank you. And yeah, so meanwhile, I'm going to investigate this asshole. So yeah, yeah um, 
Tell me a bit about him as I look down at him, unconscious. Uh, right. Distinguishing features? Um, he's well-muscled, like somebody who works out. Mm. Um, he has, um, he, he looks like he's been in, a, like, a few fights. Yeah. His fashion sense is a little ostentatious. Uh-huh. He's got a big, uh, like, French coat, uh-huh. but with no sleeves. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Um, underneath is a button-up shirt, uh, and he's wearing slacks. Uh, the, uh, you search his pockets, he's got nothing on him. It's almost like he didn't want to accidentally drop something while he was robbing a place. Uh-huh. All right. And the spirit's disappeared now that he's unconscious? Yeah. Okay. You know that's the thing that happens. Right, okay. And, yeah, then I remember that my son is calling for me. So I'm going to telekinetically bind the guy up, and I'm going to float him over to my house while investigating what my kid needs. Uh-huh. You're just going to... Dad! What? We're oh. out of Pringles! Oh! Well, one moment! And I'm going to depo- teleport to my sanctum, deposit this guy there, then I'm going to teleport to the supermarket and get some chips. Uh-huh. All right. So, by the time you get back... Yes. Um... The, the man has disappeared. I was gone for five minutes! Five minutes in the realm of whatever the hell his spirit's name is. It is an eternity! Uh, uh-huh. You should have known that when he started doing time shit. Uh, yeah, so, you realize that your sanctum is not teleport-proof because you kind of need it to not be so you can teleport in and out. But maybe with the right rewards I can fix that. A task for another day! So for now- After I finish the deck! <laughs> For now, my son needs his chips! Uh-huh. And uh, I think we'll end it with uh, Vincent. So I uh, I have, like, a crappy laptop that I use specifically for things like this. So I go to, like, a coffee shop, make sure that all the Wi-Fi is disconnected, and I check to see what's on this hard, this uh, USB drive. Yeah. Um, so you, you boot it up. It has some symbol core something. That's not yeah, well, that's all. Um, but... Open it up, and it's a uh, it, it's a list of, and I actually have a, a, a list of names here. Nice. The names on the list are Brain and Brawn, Walking Key, Nolan Void, Cause and Effect, Hammer and Nail, Touch and Go, Forgive and Forget, Flesh and Blood, Thunder and Lightning, Sick and Tired, Safe and Sound, Give and Take, War and Peace, Rant and Rave, Now or Never, Business and Pleasure, and Death and Taxes. Jesus. I didn't realize he had this many men. I didn't realize he had this many men. So does it, what is, so it just, does it just list uh, like the code names, or does it have like statistics or anything like that? Uh, you can click into each one and... Alright, well, I, I just start, you know, I fiddle around with a couple of them. I, I take a look at some of the more interesting named ones, like Death and Taxes. But other than that, I'm like, okay, once I've verified that this is in fact legit... Death and Taxes has a single phone number, uh, and under and under classification, it says Assassin. I write down that number, just in case. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alright, yeah. And um, so I, I, I basically just skim through it. I'm not looking like specifically for any information, but if anything's like, you know, like, oh, like, like death and taxes, where it's just like a very quick blurb, I just make a note of it. But I really am just verifying to make sure that the list is legitimate. Yeah, the list is legitimate. Jackpot. Alright, so I unmount the drive, take the laptop. Um, I ditched the car because I paid for it with cash anyways, so I just leave it somewhere in an alleyway, spray it down with a, like, just bleach it a little bit just to make sure there's nothing in there. I'll go get another one later, it was Peter, who gives a shit. Uh, yeah, and then I will head to, I'm assuming there's some sort of location to drop these things off. Yep. 
All right. So yeah, I head there. Um, is it the same information broker I talked to, or is it just a like dead uh, drop? It's a dead drop. All right. So yeah, I follow whatever instructions there are. I, I put a little note around it, basically saying that it's like um, like a list of Marino's made men. And then I will put it in the dead drop location and uh, lay low for a couple days. Yeah, and uh, a couple days later, you get a, a, I assume you include some sort of way to contact you. Yeah, uh, a burner phone number. Yeah, you, you get a phone call. Boop. Hello? Hello. Uh, you have qualified in your division. Uh, tell me, what do you know about the Pacific City Defenders? Well, let's and, just... Uh, yeah. we'll get it there. Awesome. Right. Alright, well that was fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and this will have no further repercussions. <laughs> None whatsoever. There is absolutely nothing in this episode that will come back to bite any character in the ass. In this or any other uh, timeline or campaign. <laughs> but uh, with this, we will have completed volume one of Pacific City Zeros. Oh. Because they're zeros, they don't get six issues of volume, they only get five. Yeah. This is this is the filler arc. Yeah. Alright. Well, thank you everyone for listening, and uh, we hope to hear you again next time. Good night, guys. Well, we hope you hear us again. Yes. Some, hear somebody that is us. Uh-huh. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Good, Good night, night, everyone. Good night. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.